Hey there, Eagle Nation. It's another episode of Podcasting with the Principal. It's your principal, Mr. Paul Barry, and I am so excited that you're here joining us for Season 3, Episode 3. <laughs> Mr. Blakely, you're with me. How you doing? Hey, I am here. I am here. I'm pretty sure I'm here. We're here? We're here. This is actually happening. This is happening. What's happening now is happening now. Correct. Because it's been a while. We haven't been... We haven't been, been... We've been in here every week grinding it out. Uh, and then like, I, I take the digital file and I crumple it up in my hands and I just throw it in the waistbin. Because we haven't been doing a good enough job. So now we're here mm-hmm. to knock it out of the park. I, I'm putting it squarely on your shoulders. It was all Mr. Barry. <laughs> He 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 had uh, he developed something called diva throat, where his the pipes would only work if if he had his exacting standards were met. As it gets colder, I need the right humidity, and it was it's been a little dry in here. It was forty five minutes of vocal warm ups, mm-hmm. mommy mo moos, and etc. So, but now we're here, and you know we yeah. are so graced with the presence of a very special guest. That's right, Miss Michaela. Yes, Miss S. Miss S, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> you you've been in the studio before. I have. Yeah, I have. Yep, I've recorded other things here for my other job. Yeah. When I was the youth minister. Your so. other job. <laughs> my other job. Yeah, See, before I, I moved I back know. across the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you had another job? I thought we were your first and only. <laughs> uh, I mean, OLP, first and and true love. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First and first in the heart. That's right. <laughs> so, uh I know we're not really doing a get to know, but tell us just real quick <laughs> everything about you and how you ended. I'm just kidding. We'll, we will get there, but you know, I I don't want to get evil eyes. I don't know. Let's start at birth. 24 years ago, wow, wow, wow. she I'm emerged. So young. So young. <laughs> um, but we should. Uh, it's our DOA. It's Dave Maurice. Two R's, one S. How you doing, Mr. Maurice? I'm great, Mr. Bill. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me back. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure what we'd do without you. Wait, dude, did you send out invites? I just showed up. Right, we, well, yeah. I did send out invites. Actually, Dave sends out invites. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to be the well actually guy, but. Um, Actually. Okay, back to you, Michaela. (laughs) Miss S. Tell us about, you know, you've been around OLP for a while, but tell us about your, your newest latest and greatest role here at OLP? Yeah, so I this year started as um, the fourth grade homeroom teacher and as the fourth through eighth grade religion teacher. Um, It has been such a joy to spend literally every day, all day, talking about Jesus. Um, I like literally living the dream. So um, people ask me all the time, like, how are you liking that transition? How's it going? And I uh, honestly, it's it's such a joy filled experience for me to be spending all day, every day. All I get to do is talk about Jesus to kids. So I just don't think there's a better job in the world. And I think that you're doing a, a pretty amazing job at talking about Jesus every day. Thanks. I know my kids really enjoy it. Thanks. And re- they, say, <laughs> they say religion is fun, and that makes me very excited that they are excited and look forward to it and the stories and the, and the saints. So, <laughs> Honestly, I am a little shocked about the saints. I did not – I mean – I tell them like their stories, so I anticipated like a little bit like these would be interesting and the kids would like, you know, not hate them. But I did not anticipate how many parents would tell me that same thing, that their kids come home every day and tell them about the saint of the day. Um, I like I love that. It's just like the sneaky evangelization. And I think that's so much fun. So I don't really know exactly why that's been such a fun thing. But it's yeah, I will not say no to it. 
and you've you've really improved our saint of the day uh, in the previous years <laughs> when we put together the morning announcements. We would, I forget what I, it was, Franciscan Brothers or something would give us the saint of the day, and it was always doom and gloom. <laughs> and you've added some positivity, uh, some hope for our saints. Well, I feel I feel like if it's only doom and gloom, you're doing the saints wrong, right? Because the saints ultimately are always stories of hope. Like they're always stories of like hope and encouragement and good things for us. Um, they teach us how to be good Christians. And so if you're only getting doom and gloom, you're doing the saints wrong. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that people are hearing a little hope and joy. <laughs> well, we were doing it wrong. <laughs> you well, def- whoever you definitely took the info yeah. from, yeah, yeah, doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, and now we're <laughs> that's, a, that's all I hear. Oh no, self self criticism. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. <laughs> now we're doing it right. Well. It's hard to say, I guess, but doing our best anyway. <laughs> That's right. You're always so positive. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> we, we are going to talk a little bit more about all that you're doing, but we, we're trying to do this differently, right, Mr. Mm-hmm. Blakely? We want to try and, uh, at the beginning, of, before the beginning of the season, uh, I said to these, these fellas here that I'm podcasting with, I said, what if we made the episode shorter and tried to come out with them more often? And so far, we've come out with them significantly less often, and they've been just as long as before. So, so I just think I'm leading from the, I don't know, not leading from the not head. I don't know. Well, Mr. Maurice, you said you wanted to take the dominoes approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, which I believe. That's when you put a lot of garlic on the podcast and people don't like it anymore. Well, if you ask my kids, that's when you make the best pizza in the world. Which Domino's? Is, yeah, wow. I think wow. OLP for that. That must be hard for you coming from Chicago. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> that must be a real blow to the ego. They'll, they'll learn. I'm happy to do a lot of research with them to <laughs> yeah, show yeah, them yeah, that yeah. it's Perfect. not the case. No, but the idea of, I, I think it was Domino's, right? That was like, you're, it's 30 minutes or it's free, right? 30 minutes or less? What's yes. that? Now, I, I want to just push back against that. <laughs> uh, was that, do you remember Cheetah Pizza? Oh, no. Miss S, you won't. Sorry. <laughs> no. Do you remember? No. Well, no. you guys aren't. No. If you're a listener and you remember Cheetah Pizza, because I think that was the 30 minutes or less or it's free model, I want you to email us at pberry at <laughs> org. Oh, that's not our email. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. You just weren't ready. <clears throat> no, I, I saw that coming. Oh, okay. So I wanted to redirect that to your to, email. To my email. I get uh, plenty. Of emails. <laughs> that would be podcastingprincipal at olpmn.org. Yeah, so if you remember that, Cheetah Pizza. But um, can, I, can I jump in here with an unrelated story? <laughs> sure. So when my dad was a uh, college freshman, it was right when um, apparently they started delivering pizzas. Mm-hmm. And so what they would do is they would order a bunch of pizzas to their dorm where they were living, and they would give the wrong name. And so the pizza delivery guy would get there, and he'd have all these pizzas that he couldn't, like... Deliver? Yeah, deliver, because the person wasn't there. And so they would buy them off him for, like, a dollar or two each, oh and then God. eat them. Wow. Wow. S- scam the system. Yeah, there you go. So can I tell a story, Mr. Maurice? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's your show. <laughs> well, I, so I actually drove for Domino's when I was in college. Oh. So I worked at uh, Our Lady of Grace during the day doing, their, like, their summer program. And then, you know, I'd get off at 4 or 5 in the afternoon, and then I'd deliver pizzas until midnight or 1 or 2 in the morning, whatever the shift was. And I remember the first time, there's no GPS. So you had to, like, remember where you're going. They had a big map on the wall, and they had, like, a grid system, you know? Mm-hmm. So you'd find the address, and you're like, okay, I got to on the On the tag that you put on the box, it would say, like, G7. And then you go up to the map, and you find G7. Anyways, so I go down my first delivery 
uh, I'm making this up, but let's say I'm at uh, 1407 Rutledge Avenue and uh, ring the doorbell, ring the doorbell, nothing. I'm like, great, my very first delivery, the people aren't here, they're not answering. We don't have cell phones, you can't like call anyone. So I'm looking at the tag again and I'm like, oh, it's not 1407, it's 1307. Right, so I get my car. It was a blue Dodge Neon uh, stick shift. Mm-hmm. And uh, I drive Fancy. up, and they're, they're waiting on the stairs. And they're all excited, and, I, and I, they kind of give me a weird look, kind of, you know, like maybe I'm going too fast or I'm not really sure. And I go to stop, and the pizza boxes <gasps> slide down the windshield onto the hood of the car, <laughs> flipped over onto the street. So I went to get into my car, put the pizzas on top, and then drove d- down one more block. They were really nice about it. I checked the pizzas. They were in working condition. They were edible. And so that was my very first. Uh, but they were still Domino's, right? It was still Domino's. It, the pizza just kind of bounced right back in the shape. Yeah. <laughs> that whole job sounds like literally my worst nightmare. Like, please <laughs> find this place without a GPS. Yep. Please find these strangers and give them food. No, that's it was, literally It was bad. Nightmare. And then uh, my, my Neon didn't have air conditioner. So in the summer, <laughs> oh, no. you're Ooh. driving around these hot bags of pizza. So when you get really good, you, you do two, three, four deliveries at a time. Mm. Oh, man, the car would get so hot. And it would probably stink like pizza. Yes, it did. It did. <laughs> so this is really not working so far, our 30-minute or less cheetah yeah, pizza. Yeah, we're already a third of the way through that. <laughs> so this is a great example of when an analogy goes wrong. <laughs> How do we get the, on pizzas? The idea was to use the pizza delivery story as a, let's keep this short and sweet. Little did I know. Maybe I should have used Jiffy Lube. <laughs> like, Oh, right, let me for, tell you yeah, never the, oil changes? Yeah, I never worked there. No. Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. How, no, I've never, no. never they're, worked they're, there either. They're pretty quick. Okay, all right. Anyway. Let's, let's, let's do this. <laughs> Mr. Maurice, so, yeah. DOA, you name some of the things that we should talk about. We'll expedite well, I wanna, it. I want to leave time for Michaela. Yeah, that's, that, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the important piece. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So can say we, some of the things can that we... Can we blow through the haps really quickly? Yeah, let's do that real quick. The haps? The haps. Let's do it. Thanks. I think that's what we do. What's uh, happening? So <laughs> next week, next week, actually, first of all, this Saturday, our second graders are making their first reconciliation. Yep, hey, and it's community pennant service. So awesome. if you're a community member and you want to come and receive the sacrament, also, you're totally invited. So, yeah. yeah. That's Saturday. That's Saturday. That's Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. At? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. <laughs> if you are a second grader, you're asked to be there at 945. Don't be late. Don't be late. Mrs. Snee will not be happy. That's and funny. Also, when you said at, I thought I was going to be like, well, at OLP, right? <laughs> yes, but yes. At OLP, time, that's, time right, wise. that's right. And you, we have a basketball that game that morning. We do have a basketball game. The 4-5, uh, are we sil- silver? Cubs silver. Cubs silver. We're looking XL. good. We're looking good. But that's we not are. the point. But <laughs> you have to leave a I little do. early. I, I'll leave a little early because we have a 9-15 tip-off um, and then a 10 o'clock so all of the swearing I do on the basketball court will be I forgiven. will then immediately because <laughs> you have just don't take the Lord's up. name in vain. Yeah, just don't take the Lord's name in vain. You got this. There you go. Oh, you hey, you a, can, can I take can I take Paul's name in vain? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Every day. Every if you day. only knew how many people <laughs> take my name in vain. Because you have a low confessor, so you got to get. You can't be. Late. I do. I do. Um, so listen, if you take Paul's name in vain, please email us at. <laughs> 
pberry at oopmn.org. And then there's also other other sports, I'm sure, this weekend that we there's should. There's girls basketball, too. Uh, and when is that? I don't know the time, but it's also on Saturday. But I can't remember the time. Okay. The girls were telling me they're very excited. I Produ- think- producer note, we should be sure and pull up the other <laughs> schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, friends. So let's uh, <laughs> try and insert that. Um, Definitely. I think we have all four of our teams playing. So. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll, go, be at, I'll be at least one of those games. Go, go basketball. Eagles. Was that this set this coming Saturday? Yeah, this yes. coming Saturday. Yeah, Max yeah. is on our team. Saturday. Yeah, I should definitely know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next week, Thursday, um, for all you parents out there, there's a very the, the inaugural coffee and conversation hosted by our school advisory council. Um, so you drop off your student at 7:45 car line. Um, go park the car. Come on over to Pates Hall, and members of our school uh, advisory council will host you to coffee and pastries and nice learn you, more about the school so topics of conversation would that be like daughters dogs you don't know big whoop wow paul got that one paul got that one no i just i actually didn't but i'm just i'm not surprised you guys I, I you're, not, you're not familiar with coffee talk with linda richmond the, no. yes. the classic yeah oh, no okay. idea who that is mike mike myers coffee oh, talk, okay. talk about daughters dogs you know no big whoop <laughs> If you have not no. checked that out, go on. It's probably Can you on say YouTube. One more time, what's the name I'm supposed to look up? It's, I have no idea what this it's is. It's Coffee Talk with Linda Richmond. They talk about uh, daughters, dogs, no big whoop. It's okay. a old uh, SNL skit. Yes. Uh, 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 Mike okay. Myers plays apparently a character based on his mother in law. Hmm. Ooh. Uh, I don't think those will be the topics. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they might be. It, it could. Um, Some of these parents have daughters and dogs. And dogs. No big whoop. Um, but they, it's an opportunity to learn to meet school advisory council yeah. members, yeah. to learn more about what they are, what they do, and and really anything about them. Yeah, I mean, I might stop by for a cup of joe. So, and if you want to start your day at coffee and conversation, that same Thursday at six p.m., we're hosting our kindergarten roundup. Nice. Um, and what that event is is any family that would have a kindergarten eligible student for next fall. So it's your pre-K students, a couple of preschoolers that might be five before September 1st of next year. Great opportunity to come learn more uh, from Ms. Thompson, our kindergarten teacher. Ms. Janet, I believe, will be there as well. Check out the room um, and be sure and express your interest because as current students, you get first dibs on those spots. Um, And as everybody knows, the demand for an OLP education has grown exponentially. I'm not sure what changed over the last year and a half here. But um, uh, so come if you're if you've got a kindergarten kid for next year, definitely stop by for that. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, One last thing to throw out there and then we'll get to Miss Michaela. Come to the stable um, is December 12th. That's a Sunday afternoon. Um, it's a live nativity out on the front lawn of the, of the parish. Uh, so facing 54th street where the pumpkins were, mm. you guys were Correct, there. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love there. We've replaced the pumpkins with a live, with a live nativity. So wow. maybe some of those same animals will be back from the petting zoo. That was, uh, <laughs> there, yeah, there will be also animals. Yep. Animals. Animals. Uh, and if you are having a baby, if you have a baby who would like to be baby Jesus and you'd like to be the Holy family, we, I think are still looking. So well, that's we're still, still looking scouting, for uh, other kids yeah, can be talent. shepherds and can yeah. be angels and all and, that good stuff. And the reason I bring that up specifically uh, this year is because as a lot of our families are probably disappointed, we had our Christmas program canceled. Um, but Nuriel, our music teacher here on campus, has graciously offered an alternative to students who still have that itch to perform 
Um, she will be leading a group of carolers at the live nativity. Um, so in addition to the live animals and the actors, uh, and I believe I've heard rumors of hot cocoa and cookies, yeah. um, uh, we'll also have uh, students out there singing Christmas carols around 3.30 on the 12th. So, so many alliterations. Put that on your calendar. <laughs> so many. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. many alliterations. cookies and carols. Um, yeah. Exciting. Uh, note as well as I think Father Ellis shared with us all today that the uh, Archdiocese of Minneapolis and St. Paul on their own webpage highlighted our nativity yeah. come to this table um, for people. So hopefully we have a lot of people who uh, show up and, and participate. What is, are we going to get Hebda? What do you think? Is Hebda going to be here? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I mean, I think probably Cousins would be cousins? more likely, don't you think? Yeah. Well, I think I think Bishop Cousins is up in Crookston now. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did he actually Did make he that move? I didn't know that. I know he was going to. Yeah, he, he actually... got, he, he, um, yeah, Crookston, Minnesota, up up north a little. Wow. Yeah, what he said. No one tells me anything. Jeez. <sighs> you would think as the religion <laughs> teacher, <laughs> you would know. Would just send me an email, <laughs> inform me. Um, let's talk about Miss S. Let's. Tell us a few things. Oh, I thought we were just going to talk about it like in front of her. <laughs> just like I'm not here. Oh, we could. Let's could. pretend like she's not here. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear what happened in fourth grade homeroom the other day? No, oh. I didn't. What happened? They all had a great time. <gasps> and what? they learned lots of stuff. I know. Don't let that out, though, everybody. All right. Well, you know, Jack always comes home and just... Cries? Complains. Oh, no. <laughs> complains about how wonderful fourth grade is. Ugh. <sighs> It's just the worst. Max is always talking about how sweet Miss S is. Mm-hmm. It's just the worst. Someone should talk to her about it. Uh, no, anyways, um, really. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it used to be like before agendas. Um, <laughs> just just 45 minutes of that. Really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Operation Christmas Child mm-hmm. and the Thanksgiving Food Drive. Tell us a little bit about both and what we did, what you did, what the students did. Yeah, so um, Operation Christmas Child is something that um, I did first when I was just a kid. And so when I started doing youth ministry over at the church, I said, this is a great thing. Um, What you do is you collect shoeboxes, you collect toys, you collect toiletries, um, all sorts of stuff that kids um, who live in different third world countries who wouldn't get Christmas presents otherwise that they need. So um, we ran a a drive to collect school supplies and toiletries and toys and shoeboxes. And we stored all this stuff up in my classroom. My classroom for an entire week was just complete chaos because all the food dry food was in there too so it was just complete chaos but um, we started everything up there and then um, the middle schoolers god bless them <laughs> they wrapped all of the shoe boxes wow which is a challenge because you have to wrap the top uh, separate from the bottom so um yes yeah, oh, you have to worked. do the shoe the shoe box top yeah because they have to be able to open them so because mm-hmm. they have to check to make sure you don't have anything that's mm. not allowed in them um, and so, yeah, so that was, uh, that was an adventure. I, some of the sixth graders especially got like a little frustrated, but then they came back the next day and they had to do it again and they sort of like eventually got the hang of it. But yeah, yeah so that was really fun. The kids all made friendship bracelets. They wrote Christmas cards and they packed everything up. Um, and then we had parents who graciously volunteered to drive them, including, uh, uh Kelly Maurice, um, to drive them well, all to. She volunteered. <laughs> This voluntold. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I. Yeah, Mr. she Racer? volunteered her husband. She's you blushing m- a little you, bit. You might. Yeah, I'm you trying might. to be very careful with what I say. <laughs> you might lose a listener. Uh oh. Uh oh. We haven't lost her already. Oh. Um, but anyway, we had some parents who graciously volunteered to take the gifts, which was um, a huge relief for me because we had over 102 boxes this year, and I have never fit more than 60 in my car at a time. So I was not sure how that was going to work. So, that's a lot. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a ton. So last year when we did it, we um, 
we had 55 shoeboxes in the location. We dropped them off, said that was like more than they had gotten total from everybody oh, wow. else. So, nice. um, but you guys went to that location this year, right, mm-hmm. Dave? Yep, yep, yep. They were very appreciative. They were very excited, and we rolled up. And and as much as I did complain about having to <laughs> step up and, and and do a chore, um, I honestly would recommend anybody go yeah. do that. It's a lot of fun to play Santa, Santa Claus, basically, totally. and pull up with a, a sleigh full of toys and drop them off at a at an organization um, like this one down in Egan, I think is where mm-hmm. I went. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool. And where, where remind us, where do these boxes, where are they getting shipped off to? So we don't know until they get shipped um, because okay. they ship them to different locations. Um, it's through Samaritan's Purse that kind yeah. of they're all over the place. So um, in the past, there was one year, I think they went to Nicaragua. Um, there was another year that they went somewhere in Honduras. Um, and then yeah. there was one year that it was, I want to say like Uganda was that yeah. different one. So we don't know until they get shipped. And then they send us an email and say, hey, your things got shipped. Uh, here's where they went. So we'll get to kind of figure that out. That's what I thought was kind of nice. cool when I read more about the program was that it's international, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know yep. where it's going, but we do know it's going somewhere else in the world. Right. Um, and, and these are getting um, packed up and, and shipped off. And uh, so, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Way to go, Ms. S. Yeah, it was super fun. I mean, the kids worked really hard on it. So it was it's it's really fun to have the opportunity to let them uh, participate in things like mm-hmm. that and to feel like uh, the important thing we talked a lot about that week was when it's important to like give things when we have extra things to give. But we talked about how the work of doing the giving is also a really important thing and how um, we as a society can be like, oh, I'm just going to throw some money at it. But when you actually like get down and do the work, I think that is a really cool thing and it's a really rewarding experience. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to have the kids get to do that. Good. Yeah. Good. Before we talk about the Thanksgiving food drive, um, while you were talking about Operation Christmas Child, um, Mr. Blakely like chugged half a coffee. I just want to <laughs> check in. I'm feeling good. Okay, I, 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 I gotta get through. I gotta get through the day one way or another. Oh, thank you for for bouncing the ball in my direction because I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, if no. if they want to see pictures of all this, this has all been on our social media. Yep. So you can go to Instagram. I think it's school no, that's our website. That's our website. I, go to Instagram. Uh, go to go Instagram. To, <laughs> Facebook. Ask for Colin. <laughs> uh, I think it's OLPMN, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or on Facebook. You can see pictures of all the things they just talked about. And you can find those uh, social media tags on our website as well. Yes. Definitely. Right? Right. Yes. Okay. Now that you're awake. Um, <laughs> Thanksgiving food drive. Yeah, so that one was a little bit more of a local thing. So uh, the Christmas one, I had a lot of kids say, why are we doing this so early? And shouldn't we be writing in our cards, uh, Happy Thanksgiving? And I said, well, first, uh, the people these are going to don't celebrate Thanksgiving. But second, um, the reason they had to go so early was they have to get shipped. Um, but th- So they had a lot of, lot of confusion about which things were going where. But the food drive was a local thing, so it was something done uh, the week right before Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that uh, goes to the Franciscan brothers who run a food shelf. And so this year, um, I think it was James over at the church. I can't remember. Somebody had a great idea to, like, make meal kits. Is that right? Yep, was that was James. It was James. Yep. All James. Um, all James. Props so, to James. Yeah, totally so he fault. had a great idea to make food kits this year um, that the meal kits would just kind of have everything that you needed to make a Thanksgiving meal um, with all the sides and all the fixings. And so uh, each class kind of got to bring in their their item. And then, yeah, we got to pack the next, we packed on Friday and everybody got to pack their own food item that they brought. And so it kind of got all of the kiddos from preschool up through eighth grade involved in packing and putting the bags together and uh, yeah, and somebody came, it must have been Monday, somebody came from Franciscan Brothers, right? Or did somebody end up driving that too? Uh, a few of us. Um, <laughs> you drove again? Drove, drove again. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, no, James uh, James took a car, I took a car, and we had a parishioner um, that awesome. actually had a pickup truck. Because um, I think we ended up with about 174 wow. 
meal kits. Um, so and money to boot. It was a yeah. And money to boot. That's yep. right. We did have that option for uh, those families that just. Because I think we the James again did some calculating. It came down to about nineteen dollars if you were going to buy all of the items. So you know, not not too bad. Um, so including those, I think it was 174. Right. Meals. And I think actually worth mentioning too, we had $1,800 in donation, uh, to the Franciscan uh, brothers, uh, food shelf, which was being matched. That's awesome. So, oh, that is fantastic. Yeah. 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 Blown away by the generosity of our OLP community. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Miss S it's it, Advent. It's Advent. Yeah. So much, <laughs> so much goes on in Advent. Your plate is full. Tell us about just some of the things that we as OLP are doing in Advent, the kids are doing, uh, so people get a little idea of how busy <laughs> this <laughs> month of December is before we hit our Christmas break. Yeah, Advent is sort of like like Thanksgiving, you know, in terms of you just get all of the good food. You're like, yes, this is all of the stuff that, you know, you kind of, it is, there is a lot, you're right. But at the end of the day, it's all this stuff that you hope that when the kids like grow up and they're like thinking back, they're like, these are the things they're going to remember, hopefully. So uh, let's see if we can kind of work our way back. So eighth graders, they will do next Monday, the eighth grade boys will do St. Nicholas, where they'll get to go into classrooms and tell the story of St. Nicholas on St. Nicholas's feast day. Um, and then we'll have some little helpers who will get to come with St. Nick and fill shoes in the hallway. That'll be really fun. <laughs> Um, and then the following Monday, the eighth grade girls will get to bake for St. Lucy Day and we'll go and we'll deliver all the treats to people for St. Lucy Day. Um, they'll get to tell the story. They'll sing a really great song. And uh, that is always a big, big hit. So the eighth graders, those are the two projects that they're working on right now. Uh, seventh graders, they are, they're doing Our Lady of Guadalupe right this year. Yep. So they, um, they're working with Suzanne right now. They'll do a play um, on Our Lady of Guadalupe. So that's the week, uh, the same week as St. Lucy, but on Wednesday. Um, they'll do a play that day. We do special music in Spanish for Mass. We do parts of the Mass in Spanish. We'll do a reading in Spanish. So it's it's a really fun kind of we get to do a bilingual feel um, for Mass. So that's a lot of work for them. They're working really hard at that. But they seem really excited mm -hmm. whenever I talk to them. Um, sixth graders, they are doing Las Posadas. Um, so they'll, during religion class, they'll go down to the gym. And kids will get to come to them so we can keep everybody spaced out. But they'll do, um, it's a traditional um, song that they'll sing with the kids and they get to come and they tell the story basically of Mary and Joseph traveling and trying to find a place to stay and everybody kind of turning them away. So um, that's a really fun activity. The kids love that. And we'll do that over a course of a week when we'll have, I think it's two or three classes down in the gym at a mm -hmm, time. At a time right? yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then on the day before Christmas break, we'll all come and we'll do a big thing in the, um, in the gym that Suzanne uh, Garcia sets up and she does all this yummy food and we get to sing again and mm -hmm. yeah, super, super fun. Right, let's see. And then fifth grade, they are currently doing our Advent Challenge. So every day, you should probably have already heard about this, mm -hmm. hopefully, um, that our Advent Challenge, every day they come down to the office and they say, today our Advent Challenge is, and then we'll tell them what the Advent Challenge is. They'll go home and have to do that Advent Challenge with you at home. Uh, and then fourth grade, they have worked really hard. I'm super, super proud of them. Um, they've worked really hard. They're doing um, all of the prayer services for each Monday. We do a prayer service that um, is for the uh, lighting of the Advent wreaths for the candles. So they're working on that, recording that. They record it on Tuesdays, and then it gets posted on Mondays. So I think I think that's in that's a, a uh, <laughs> that is a pretty busy schedule of things. And it was funny uh, in lunch yesterday. I think I had a student come up and said, "Mr. Barry, when are we lighting the second candle?" So they were they were already looking forward to, to awesome. the second candle. Oh, yeah, the fourth graders did a great job with that. Yep, and anyone can watch that. That was on face or yep. YouTube, right? Yep, it's on YouTube and it goes live on Facebook at oh. the same time. So Monday mornings, eight go. fifteen, it goes live on Facebook and YouTube. So yeah, anybody can watch them. They yeah, they're doing great. Super proud of them. 
Well, good work, Miss S. Appreciate all the uh, effort and planning that you you put into all those events. Now, are you just going to sleep through the month of January to (laughs) recover from all this stuff? That's what Christmas break is for, right? You know. Ah. Oh, sign your kids up for Christmas choir. Can I put a plug in for Christmas choir? Why not? Um, I'm also doing Christmas choir this year for Christmas Eve for the four and the six p.m. mass. We're hoping we have enough kids sign up to do two masses. Um, We will be masked. We will be kind of keeping kids distanced a little bit. That's why we're doing two choirs, hopefully. Um, so yeah, sign your kids up to come and sing. You can find that on olpmn.org slash events. Mm. Um, you can find that. So sign up for that. And yeah, we would love to have as many kids as possible. So we have lots of good Christmas carols and fun stuff. And it's always, that's always like one of our favorite things. So, and, and, you know, right here, right now you have three families that would probably uh, yeah, I mean, usher Right, gifts. all the no, yeah. no, no, you're no. not, no, no, just kidding. I've, Mr. Oh. Barry's been a greeter a couple of years, I've been a right? greeter and usher. Um, you had a yeah. Eucharistic minister. We've had to jump into yep, that too, right? Yep, yeah. jumped into that. And I think... Mr. Uh, Blakely, you're a Eucharistic minister, I sure you? am. <laughs> and I know Jane would love to... And Jack. You know, Jack is new to serving. Uh, yeah. to, I'm mm-hmm. sure they would serve. Yeah, Max. They, Max is serving. Max is serving yeah. tomorrow. Oh, ben is serving. Oh, really? Yeah, we, oh, okay. yeah. Yep, yeah. Max is serving tomorrow. Uh, I think Aria is serving tomorrow too. Sweet. And uh, d- did you say you want to um, canter? Oh. Mr. Maurice? Well, it's, oh, it's he's, he has a beautiful voice. Oh, so oh. Sorry, Mr. Maurice. Well, yeah, he has right. a childlike voice. Like, would. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll keep you in mind for next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, as we close out on our uh, cheetah pizza, 30 minutes or less, Miss <laughs> um, S, you being kind of our, our, our new addition, um, a new... Re- Faith Powerhouse, as we close this out, tell us a little bit about what you're so excited about in this Advent season in two seconds or less. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think Advent, the cool thing about Advent is that it's um, about waiting with joyful anticipation. And so we hear waiting, and I think a lot of us are like, waiting's the worst. Mm-hmm. And we fill our time so much. And so I think the thing that we're really working on in religion class right now is how do we wait with joyful anticipation? Because Advent calendars are set up to help us wait joyfully. We have reflections that are set up to wait, help us wait joyfully so that we have Um, We know that Jesus is coming, right? Like, you know, it's easy to get swept up in, like, the chaos of Christmas and get swept up in the, I have 5,000 things on my list. And so just helping to remember that, like, the important thing is Jesus is coming and at the end of the day, nothing else really matters. So that's my thing, I guess. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Mr. Maurice, 2Rs1S, DOA, thanks for being here. Mr. Blakely? Yeah. Always a pleasure. Hey, anything I can do to (laughs) pat out the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Miss S, thanks again. Ah, my pleasure. And Eagle Nation, thanks for listening. Until next time.